All right, now we're back to it. Uh, that's, uh, that draft of the Supreme Court opinion in the Dobbs case leaked to the public. And it's no coincidence that the leak uh, came on the abortions case. I mean, I guess it's never happened in the history of the Supreme Court. The decision in this important case not final, the release of the draft, is an unprecedented effort to intimidate members of the court. I've never seen it before. But basically, you do as we say or there'll be hell to pay. You do as we say or there will be hell to pay. And so, joining me now, Michael O'Neill serves as Assistant General Counsel at the Barbara K. Olson Legal Counsel and Landmark Legal Foundation. Michael, good to have you. Good morning, Steve. All right, so where are we on that? Where are we on this today? I mean, it's been sure. uh, a day. Uh, the The bomb has gone off. Uh, you've got, predictably enough, you've got the left running around demanding that the filibuster be ended and the court be packed and all the things they demand anyway. Right. And their hair is on fire. But I don't think this impacts the election this fall because the 35% hardcore uh, right. abortion supporters are already in the base of the Democrat Party. Doesn't matter, does it? I, I agree with that, actually. I mean, some people or some folks you see are saying that the that this is going to agitate the base and motivate the left, that they needed something to get behind. There was a lot of apathy. Inflation is raging. Joe Biden is spouting whatever he happens to be spouting on any given day that's being fed to him by his handlers. So there's a lot of apathy on the left. And then th- these analysts somehow conclude that that this is going to agitate the left and motivate the, the Democrats to get out and vote and help them in the midterm elections. I- I'm with you, quite frankly. I think that this issue has been out there for 50 years. The hardcore leftists who believe in who, who are agitating right now and screaming and yelling and engaging in the r- ridiculous hysteria that you're seeing are already going to go out and vote. And uh, the the inflation, people are going to vote with their pocketbooks. Inflation is running rampant. Exactly right. costs $5 a gallon. That's going to be the issue that's going to drive people this this fall. And um, I think this this abortion issue, while obviously is is incredibly important, let's not minimize this. This is a very important issue. I don't think it's going to move the needle from a political standpoint for the Democrats in regards to this election. Uh, I I agree with you on all those points. However— the Democrats are going to try to use this right. to pound into submission and get rid of the filibuster. So then you have to ask yourself, if it's not Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, will some weak-willed individual like Lisa Murkowski show up and say, well, this is so... T-. I mean, she says, I'm just shocked, you know, by the... How can you be shocked by this? Uh, she's just shocked and, 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 and disappointed in the integrity of the court and some, some such rot. I am embarrassed for the people of Alaska that she is... Uh, they're a senator, and that she claims to be a Republican. I am. I'm embarrassed for the people of Alaska where I've spent a lot of time. She certainly doesn't represent the kind of Alaskans I've met in my lifetime, but you wonder if one of those idiots would cross the aisle and allow the filibuster to be destroyed. What do you think? I don't think so. I think that the filibuster is going to hold. I don't think it's going to be destroyed. I don't think—I think Cinema and Manchin have been clear on this. I don't think 
you see some a little bit of waffling here from your, you know your so-called moderates in the Senate, but I don't think Republicans are going to break rank and dispense with the filibuster. Uh, so, I, and incidentally, I do think that there's a, a fantastic chance that Republicans take control of the Senate this this fall. So, I think you're dealing with a pretty narrow window here, and I just don't see it happening, despite the protestations from. Uh, Chuck Schumer and all of, again, his hysteria. I don't think you're going to see the filibuster cast out. Uh, you know, here's the thing about well, Chuck Schumer and his hysteria and, and Elizabeth Warren and hers. Um, I sure. believe that uh, the Republicans will have a huge win. Um, a huge win this fall. And I think that they can pick up five, maybe six seats in the United States Senate because I think, and this could change this one, this, this is a razor thin margin, but. Uh, my money is on Colorado to go red with the right candidate. Uh, is is state number five? So there you go. Uh, all the all the regular suspects: New Hampshire, Georgia, Arizona, and I don't know Georgia. Whoever I'm missing, and and right. you add Colorado to that, and there you are. Right. I, I think I think you're going to see it. And it, 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 you know, not to use an old cliche from the Clinton era, but again, it's the economy, stupid. I mean, we just keep going back to this over and over again. What has what has transpired since since the Biden presidency has has begun? I mean, it's just things have gotten worse on every every on every imaginable level. We pay more for gas. We pay more for groceries. I go to the grocery store. I think I'm going to pay sixty dollars for for my groceries. You know, I game it out. I'm standing there at the, at the checkout line saying, "Oh, it's going to cost me sixty three dollars." What does it cost me? Ninety six dollars. You know, what does gasoline cost me? Oh, it's going to cost me $40 to fill up my tank. No, 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 no. It's going to cost you $83 to fill up your gas tank. And I don't even drive a big pickup truck or anything like that. I just drive a small little SUV. So it's the economy. It's the economy. It's the economy. It's going to keep going back to that. We don't know what's going to happen in the foreign policy realm. The world is on fire right now. It doesn't look like the Biden administration can't handle it. They're over their skis in so many different regards. Um, we have the vice president out there saying whatever she happens to be saying. She's the gift that keeps on giving. And I just think that you, you, you rightly peg it. I'm not going to I'm not going to dispute your your cogent analysis of what's going to happen this fall. Yeah. Um, turning to this, though, I, I do think that we do have to consider what's going on with the Supreme Court. This brazen attack on the court and an attack on the rule of law that is really, as you said, unprecedented. And well, that's all they have. Unfortunate. Uh, when, when they lose an election, they demand you get rid of the Electoral College. <clears throat> when right. they lose a vote right. in, the, in the Congress, they demand that the Senate be changed and you have 500 senators. Uh, when they lose right. at the Supreme Court, they demand that you have, you know, more justices. Uh, the Democrats cannot win. They, they claim to, to love democracy, but when democracy doesn't work for them over and over again, they work to subvert democracy over and over again. That's the bottom line. It's amazing. It, it is amazing. You hear that. Uh, you hear that. They would rather. Uh, they don't care who's making the decision. I said this to my colleague the other day. They would have a benevolent dictator in charge of everything if that benevolent dictator, you know, benevolent, quote-unquote, dictator, was making the right decisions. And again, what is even the right decisions from the left? You could talk if – you, if, if I brought out Barack Obama in 2008 talking about social issues, the left would call him a radical conservative. You're talking about Barack Obama from, what, 14 years ago, 13 years ago? To them would be considered a radical conservative from the 2022 – in 2022. The left has gone completely insane, and as long as they have whomever, it doesn't matter. There is zero respect for the rule of law. There is zero respect for the institutions of this country. For heaven's sakes, you have supposedly serious people on the left, supposedly serious people. I, uh, I use that quote. Calling right. for the Supreme Court to be burned down, burn it all down. That just – 
they're just showing their hand. There is zero respect for the institutions. There is zero respect for the rule of law. There is re- zero respect for our representative republic. As long as the decision is the right decision in the moment, whatever that means, and that's constantly. But look at the bright side for the for, for the for, for the left. Act Blue raised eight million dollars in twenty four hours. You see, that's how it really works. They made a lot of money off the deal. Anyhow, I've got to leave it right. That's they raised tons of money. They scream and kick and scream and. You're right, they'd have a dictator in charge if they could get away with it. Michael O'Neill, greatly appreciate it. Thank you for being here. My pleasure, Steve. You have a great day. You as well. Straight ahead, Gordon Chang will be here. Conservative columnist, blogger, television pundit, and a lot more. What to do about China? What do we do about China? We'll talk about it straight ahead. takes to be an entrepreneur? Have you done your due diligence on the most important component of your new business? You! Introducing the Grind Score, a tool to help you analyze how you will impact your startup. The Grind Score is a 24-question quiz developed by co-founder and co-CEO of Big B Coffee, Michael McFall. Get his real-world insight and feedback on what he has seen work and not work in the startup. Go to thegrindscore.com and start your journey. That's thegrindscore.com. TheGrindScore.com. In the tin. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day at SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Tigers play a doubleheader today against Pittsburgh. On this day forward, the Tigers will play 29 games in May. They have one day off the rest of the month, the 19th. This is what the 162-game baseball schedule can bring, and it's the reality of baseball. But it's also the challenge of the sport, both mentally and physically. Let's put it in perspective. The Pistons had 13 back-to-backs all season. Today's second game features the Major League debut of Alex Fajardo, the Tigers' first-round pick in 2017. It's a feel-good story. He helped Florida to its first-ever national title and made his way through the minors. But in 2020, while his friends Mize and Manning and Scooble were making their Major League debuts, Fajardo was undergoing Tommy John surgery. He's recovered and gotten good results. Now he's ready for his moment. Ever wonder if that old coin you found may be worth a mint? At Liberty Coin, you don't have to wonder anymore. Liberty Coin has been in the business of turning lost treasures into actual cash for decades. If you have old coins or any kind of paper money, too, the experts at Liberty Coin can help you figure out exactly what it's worth, and they might even make you an offer. Right here on the Steve Gruber Show, Liberty Coin experts will answer your questions live on the air. So if you think you might be able to cash in, send an email to coins at stevegruber.com. Send a picture if you can, coins at stevegruber.com. 